0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Anxious Pastor Podcast. I'm so glad you joined us, and my prayer is that you're encouraged and challenged by the conversation that we have together. That's always the goal, is that we can help spur each other on to keep moving, keep going, to be authentic and to be real. Before we dive into today's content, I would love to ask for you to do something for me. If you've been listening to the podcast and there's an episode that's been a huge blessing to you, would you mind sharing that on whatever social media platform that you engage in and tag us? You can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram. It would be so helpful. And more importantly, I believe there's a lot of people out there who are wrestling alone, who don't have a whole lot of hope. And I want to believe That if we share our most beneficial episodes, then maybe we can be a resource, be a source of hope and help to those people out there. Also, if you'd be willing to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're consuming, you have no idea how helpful that would be in getting the word out about these episodes. Just consider doing that. I would really, really appreciate it so very much. One last thing, open up your browser and type theanxiouspastor.com. That's theanxiouspastor.com. This is our website, and if you click the link that says show notes, you can find the notes for the most recent episodes. And My hope is, again, that this is a resource, it's a help, and that can be a blessing to you and a blessing to other people and just give you more content, more resources in working through these things that we wrestle with and that we talk about. And with that being said, today's episode is one that you want to make sure you check out the show notes. And I'll talk more about that at the end, so be sure to stick around. For those of us who have kids, there's not much that's worse than seeing our children struggle. And it's particularly hard when our child is dealing with anxiety. While we may not have all the answers, it's critical that we come alongside them and and honestly, help them know that they're not alone. I, I I imagine that so many children just don't understand what they're dealing with and they need someone to come alongside of them. And especially us parents, that's our job. That's our role to step in and be a help and a blessing to them and remind them they're not alone. In this episode of the podcast, I'm talking with my friend, Bethany Payton, a clinical mental health counselor on this very topic. She spends a lot of time helping kids, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. And we talk about, in this episode, signs to look for in your child that may reveal that they're dealing with anxiety. We also talk about some ways that you can help and encourage your kids. So hopefully it's an encouraging conversation to you, and it'll be a blessing to your family, knowing that, hey, Uh, you're not alone in this and that there's people that are out there to help you walk through this. So let's be real and let's live authentic and let's get trying. Bethany, thank you so much for jumping on this episode with me. I'm very grateful that you are joining us and, and just bringing uh, a whole new perspective to the podcast. I'm very grateful that you you were willing to do that. Uh, so thanks for being here. Uh, also, I want you to take just a minute and share uh, who you are, share about your family, your faith, your uh, your hobbies, whatever you want to share. Just go for it.
1: Thanks, Aaron, for having me. I'm excited to be here and to help in any way that I can. Um, so my name is Bethany and I am married to my husband, Kevin. We've been married for eight years and have two wonderful kids together. Um, wonderful, but rambunctious. Um, Gunnar is five and Sydney is two. Um, and they are our world Um so, we both attend and serve at Southeast Christian Church, at mm-hmm. uh, the Elizabethtown campus. Yeah. Um, and we love it there. We love the community. Um, and our faith is so important to us. It is a, a huge source of strength in our lives and hope for sure. Um, as far as hobbies, um, I try to make time. I'm not always the best at this, but I enjoy reading, um, playing with my kids. We like to go on walks in the neighborhood. Um, and I enjoy singing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bethany's a great singer. She's a part of our worship ministry and just does a phenomenal job. Not only is she a great singer, but just incredible person. And so, uh, very grateful again, uh, Bethany for you being here. So tell us uh, a little bit about what you do for a living. What's your title and how can you help us in this episode?
1: Sure. So, uh, I am a mental health therapist. Uh, My official title is licensed professional clinical counselor. Uh, I have been counseling for about seven years. And uh, the first uh, few years was just with early childhood and families. Uh, And then I kind of branched out and now I see all ages. Um, My youngest clients are maybe around four and my oldest clients right now are probably in their 60s. Um, and I hope to just uh, give some helpful advice to uh, families that have children um, that might be experiencing some anxiety.
0: Yeah, I was, I was telling Bethany, we've talked actually several times about uh, my own son, Jedediah, who's been has has some issues with anxiety in himself. And and obviously, as a person that deals with that, I know I can see it in him. I can see that that's things he's struggling with. But I've talked to Bethany about this before. And and I've just had a, a, a new awareness uh, lately. Um, just recently, our staff w- were talking at, at Southeast and we were talking about uh, families. And uh, we're seeing that a lot of people who uh, who have anxiety, have kids have anxiety, or, or maybe they don't have anxiety, but their kids have anxiety. And it's just a whole new realm of things. And uh, that was the goal of this episode is for us to kind of talk about that, to get a game plan, to get some encouragement in that area, because it's a real thing. A lot of people that are listening to this episode are probably walking through that right now. Whether you have a four-year-old who's, who's kind of showing signs of it, or you have a teenager who's going through anxiety and depression, or like you said, you have 60-year-old people, or you're, you're an adult uh, who's still walking through that. So this hits all those levels. But but ultimately, we really want to encourage those people who, are, who have kids that are just just wrestling with that. So Bethany, as a counselor... You know, tell me what it's like to work with people on a day to day basis who are struggling, especially kids. I just can't imagine.
1: Yeah. So, Aaron, I'm not going to lie, some days are hard. Um, I can think back to my earlier counseling days and it was even harder for me to kind of, uh, leave work at work. I would find myself coming home and thinking about, um, those kids and those families. Cause like I'd said, I was just working with early childhood. So this was like itty bitties, um, a- a- up to maybe like 10 years old and their families. And it was, it was hard, um, because you know this is a very personal job, and you uh, get the privilege of learning their stories and being a part of their life. But that also means you're talking about some of that pain um, and some of those really big challenges. Um, and then as a mom, you know the mom and me just wanted to scoop some of these kids up, absolutely, <laughs> and and just give them a big squeeze. Um, but. Uh, for the most part, um, I feel just really blessed to be a part of their journey, um, their journey to peace and healing.
0: Yeah. So tell me the most common things, the most common expressions of anxiety you see in kids today. What What are, what are you seeing?
1: As far as like triggers for anxiety, uh, most common ones for children I see are um, related to either school or family and home. Um, and, and there's, of course, some things in between. Some Sometimes there's specific phobias, specific fears that pop up here and there. Um, but most common, it seems like it's those two. And when I think about school, I mean, there is a lot of pressure uh, for kids. There's a lot of academic pressure, peer pressure, yeah. wanting to find a place to belong. Where Where's my mm-hmm. identity? They're going through all that uh, through some of those years. And it can be really scary. Um, And then the things at home, the things with family, um, there's just there's so much. I mean, it can be from going through like a loss or a death in the family to um, some really, you know, heart wrenching things that are beyond the kid's control, Um, going through trauma, um, just taking on worries that aren't their own, wanting to to be um, the best son or daughter for their mom or dad. You know, there's just there's all kinds of um, things that can bring on anxiety for them. Um, and then symptoms, there's a lot of symptoms. Um, it can be, uh, you can see your child be more tearful. They can have more frequent like headaches, stomach aches. Uh, they can be more clingy, um, just a lot of different things.
0: Yeah. I I imagine that it manifests itself in different ways for different kids. And I was telling you about Jedediah and Jedediah, uh, tends to find validation in, in, um, in buying things, and if he can't get them, he gets super anxious because I think he believes that that's going to bring him some joy or bring him some happiness for whatever it is he's feeling inside. And he's wrestling with, which is something I deal with personally. But yeah, I I, I can't imagine not having a good awareness and good understanding of what kids are going through. We need to we need to have a better understanding. So, uh, what would you say? Let's let's uh, let's kind of go this direction for a second. What would you say? are things that like parents need to be aware of like just thinking off the top of your head i'm throwing this question at you but what are some things that like me as as a parent what can i be aware of uh, in my kids to say ah that may be an ongoing issue that they're going to deal with as as they grow up
1: Yeah, I think uh, number one, just trying to be aware of their behaviors, which it sounds like you all have been trying to do Um, with children, they uh, communicate a lot of what they feel through their behavior because they don't have that uh, full awareness just yet. Like they're building it up to know exactly what do I feel and how do I communicate it? That's a huge one, especially like in early childhood, they can't always communicate uh, what they're feeling. I think about as an adult. I don't always know what I'm feeling. You know? <laughs> exactly. I, I have to stop and think, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? So you imagine, you know, five, six, seven um, year olds trying to figure out what they're feeling. That that's uh, really hard for them to do. So. They often show us through their behavior. So, looking for um, you know behaviors of you know what they're uh, spending their time doing, kind of like what you mentioned. Maybe spending too much time. Um, whether they're isolating, um, a lot of kids will isolate whenever um, they are feeling anxious. Or, like I had mentioned earlier, they might do the opposite and kind of cling mm-hmm. um, to uh, someone that they feel secure in. Um, so just being aware of behaviors alone, I think, can be a good like place to start and see those red flags to know, okay, maybe we need to get some help with this.
0: Yeah. And that that was probably, that was the next question I was going to ask you is, when does it get to a point when a parent needs to bring their kid in to, to someone like you who can help them in a way that a parent can't?
1: I think that um, you kind of look at the frequency of how things are happening, Um Like, so when we look at diagnosing anxiety, it's not a a diagnostic problem um, or clinical problem unless it's causing impairment. You know, Mm so uh, we all get anxious, but it becomes um, a concern a big concern whenever it's impairing things like relationships, um, you know, academics, social life, occupations, you know, those kind of things. So... We don't want to wait until it gets too far to where it's already impairing them. So um, I would say, look at the frequency. See, like, how often um, are these behaviors that we've been noticing coming up? If they're happening, you know, four or five times during the week, then maybe it's time to go ahead and reach out. Um, And there's just something about reaching out. To someone that's not within the family. I tell parents this all the time because they can come in, they're doing all the right things, they're saying all the right things, and they're like, okay, like we've talked about this a million times, you know? And it's just something about hearing, uh, hearing it from someone else, someone that they feel is kind of like their secret keeper. You know, someone Absolutely. that it creates this safe environment where there's no pressure, no judgment, no bias um, that can be really helpful.
0: You know, it's like telling your kid, like, hey, go do this. But then if their friend says, hey, let's go do this, it's like, oh, we'll go do that. Uh, even though I yeah. said it a minute ago, but you you would rather listen to them. Uh, <laughs> when I went through counseling personally, I found that having having a counselor that was unbiased to uh, all the things that were going on in my life was really good too and so I imagine for your kids uh, having someone that can help you process all the family dynamics that you know if you had someone that was a friend of the family would make it might make it a little more difficult uh, so yeah I, I I imagine that's a that's a really really helpful thing so let's talk for a minute about some practical advice what are some Practical things you would give parents who are walking through anxiety with their child. How can they help their child Mm. through this?
1: I think the number one thing is to not be afraid to talk about it, Um, to go there with your child. Um, They need someone to talk about it with, and you as their parent um, are their number one person. You know, they, to know that you are there and you're rooting for them to feel like you have someone in your corner goes so far. And so I think the number one thing is talk about it, you know, open that conversation, say, Hey, this is what I've been noticing. Like, how are you doing? Like, I want to know, I want to be there with you. I want to walk, um, through this with you. You are not alone. Um, I think that is a, a huge place to start, um, I think uh, knowing um, that you got to have a little patience with them. Um, It can be so frustrating when you, as the parent, you know, um, might not fully understand their anxiety. That can be frustrating to um, be like, oh, this is like the 10th time that we have to walk through this before we do the thing. (laughs) Um, You know, just like all those things can become really frustrating. But be patient. Um, because, uh, you know, rushing things along and, and putting that pressure on them, um, usually makes that worse, makes them feel more anxious and it can kind of break that trust sometimes that, that you're a person that is there for them and, and trying to walk with them, not just, you know, pushing them. Um, I think another thing is, uh, knowing when to challenge them. You know, I do think while you have to be patient, Uh, There's a point where you got to challenge them a little bit. You got to encourage them to face the anxiety. I I tell clients a lot that uh, you'll never give yourself the chance to see that you can overcome it if you don't put yourself out there and challenge it a little bit. If you stay in your comfort zone, then we don't really give it a chance. We, we don't give it a chance to grow, to get better, to see, I can actually do this. And so sometimes as a parent, you got to give them that little nudge.
0: Yeah, that well, that's that's good because I think there's, there's the side of it too. It's like, oh, it's my kid. We don't want to talk about like really deep things and get into all the emotional stuff yet. They're not old enough to understand it. But mm-hmm. I think they're, probably a lot uh, more understanding than we realize, right? Uh, oh, or yeah. at least they're aware something's going on and we need to help guide them guide them through that.
1: This definitely starts young um, for some individuals. And so, you know, uh, I've had other people ask, you know, well, what do kids have to worry about? And you'd be surprised at how many kids and how young um can be feeling so anxious, um, so nervous, um, just needing, uh, a little bit of extra help and encouragement. And so I definitely think that kids can understand a lot more than we give them credit for. Yeah. They can feel a lot of the things that we feel. Um, so yeah,
0: that's good. All right. So wrapping things up here, what encouragement would you give to parents who are listening, walking through this? Maybe they're even feeling defeated right now. What What would you, what encouragement would you give?
1: Yeah. So I would tell you parents, don't give up. Uh, don't lose hope. Uh, sometimes it feels like this journey has been going on for years and maybe literally it has. Um, and so it feels like there's no end, um, that nothing we're trying is working. Um, I would tell you, don't give up, um, to be consistent, um, because it is worth it and it is making a difference. If you didn't put in that work, it could be so much worse than it is. Um, and there is, a. Uh, There is hope there. And I think you need to hear that. But then also that helps your kids, you know, to Mm -hmm. see that mom and dad aren't losing hope um, in me or in uh, just things getting better. And then another big thing that I would say is uh, if you're beating yourself up, if you're feeling guilty, allow yourself to be free from that because um, that is not within your control. As a parent, you want the very best for your for your child. I think you know. Even in my life with my kids, I would do anything in my capability to protect them from any kind of harm. But there's just some things that are beyond our control. And I'm a firm believer that as parents, we do the very best we can in the moment that we're mm-hmm. given. You know where we're at, and so um, allow yourself to be free from that guilt and know that it is not on you. Mm.
0: Oh, that's good. Well, thanks, Bethany. This is, this is so helpful. I believe that, uh, many people need to hear this and I hope that if there's listeners out there who have just been beat up, uh, feeling like they're not able to, to be there for their kid, that this has been an encouragement to them, that, um, that it's been a, a positive reminder that, that there's hope. And like you said, not to give up and keep fighting, but also show yourself some grace that, that, um, it's, it's a journey. And so thank you so much for your input. Thank you so much for your expertise and thank you so much for your friendship. I appreciate you yeah. and, and Kevin and your whole family. Uh, just very grateful for you guys, but um, thanks for being a part of this episode. Yeah. Thank you. Listen, if you've been walking through anxiety in your child, teenager, or even adult, my heart goes out to you. It's, It's something new that we're navigating as a family, that we're dealing with as a family, and I know how hard it can be. Even as someone who deals with anxiety personally, this adds a whole new layer when you have a kid that is walking through it or having a hard time with it. What I hope you heard in this episode is that there's hope and and that you shouldn't feel defeated. Give yourself some grace. Be encouraged. Be blessed. be, Be reminded that there is hope. Bethany's in- encouragement was so so good and and it really it was needed for those of us who are navigating this. And with that being said, not only did Bethany bless us with her expertise and encouragement, but she also provided us with a ton of resources. As I mentioned earlier, you don't want to miss out on heading over to theanxiouspastor.com and checking out the show notes for this episode. Bethany provided us with several great resources to give practical help to those of us who are helping our kids. Also, she provided us with an assessment that you can use to help determine whether your child's dealing with anxiety, and I know that's going to be A big blessing to you. So again, go over to theanxiouspastor.com, click show notes, and then click episode 023. As you head out, don't forget to punch that subscribe button and share your most beneficial episode on social media and be sure to tag us. As always, I love you all, and we need to go be real. We need to go live authentic. So let's get trying. (sighs)